It's just under 18 outside 680 CJOB. Mackling and McGarry and McNabb. Ish. We'll explain that in a minute, and we're, we're all very excited about our next segment as it pertains to this segment, but we do want to give you a heads up that 11.45 on Connecting Winnipeg, we are going to get an update on the freak arrival of all of the thousands of frogs in the wake of yesterday's storm, so thanks to all of our listeners who gave us a heads up on that instance, incident, I don't even know what to call it, but it has been a few weeks since Greg, Loren, and I have all been on the show together, you know, we're each trying to squeeze out every drop of summer, trying to take some vacation days here and there. A couple of days this week, Lorena's is backfilling for Connecting Winnipeg, which is on from 10 until 12. Yeah, but today, today we all agreed we had to do this next interview together as a team, as a group, as a threesome, because at some point... The ban Hansen has meant something to each and every one of us, in part because it just brought the fun. I, I used to own a restaurant with my brothers, and that restaurant opened right around the time that this song became popular. It was on in our restaurant probably four or five times a day, Loren. And so some of our customers would say, hey, you guys kind of look like Hansen. <laughs> You wish. <laughs> and this weekend, Hanson is coming to Winnipeg. Okay, so I had their tape. Yeah, I'm, it was a tape in my Walkman from their Middle of Nowhere album that was released some 25 years ago. And yes, there were CDs available, but I had this great Walkman back in 96, 97 that would flip the tape on its own somehow or magically switch the track. So the song... <laughs> The tape was great, the walkman was great, and of course the song that had millions singing is Mbop. It went to number one in 27 countries. In 97, it knocked Notorious B.I.G. off the charts, and it was written and sung by the Hanson brothers, who back then, Isaac was 13, Taylor 11, and Zach 9. And yeah, we're all a little older now. We're joined now by Zach Hanson. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Well, as you can tell, there's some... when you said you were all going to do the interview together like it was going to be some sort of pile-on or something. Yeah. There's no pile-on. And, and, Zach, here's the most hard-hitting question for you. The the okay. question and the concern that's plagued me all these years later is what is an mbop? Like, is that a thing, a feeling? <laughs> yeah, yeah Technically, it's a word that, that we made up, right? The song made it, uh, you know, part of the, you know, future dictionaries of the world, but... Uh, you know, in the context of the song, it's essentially a frame of time. In an umbop, they're gone. In an umbop, uh, you know, this happens and that happens. And and the, the lyrics of the song, the verses are all saying, most things in life will come and go. You have to hold on to the things that matter. You have to find the things that you really want to be and, and the life you want to live right now. You can't wait because in an umbop, you're going to be old and gray. Uh, so, you know, we're lucky that we got to do uh, those things really early on and kind of we were living out that message even as kids, kind of going, hey, do it, do your dreams, live out your dreams, or, or at least uh, pursue them now because this is the time. So you were nine when that song became a huge hit. You started playing drums with the band, I think we read like six years old, so your your whole <laughs> life has been music. Has there ever been a point where you wanted to step away? Well, yeah, I mean, it is crazy to think how, how long we've been doing this. So essentially my whole uh, whole life, you know, from memory. But, um, you know, we, we do a lot of things in life uh, as far as, you know, we have a, a beer company that we started. We have a music festival that we've done for years. There's a great many different sides to being a band. Uh, you know, it, it's essentially a small business, right? And somebody's got to 
you know, design the merchandise and somebody's got to, you know, help, uh, you know, con- you know, come with the concepts for the next albums or tours or, you know, all, all these things you do. But, um, you know, for the most part, it's hard to find a better job than getting to go on stage and, and sing for people and, and essentially host the party everywhere you go. Uh, so once you've had that job, it's kind of downhill from there. Well, two hours on stage with your siblings is one thing, but traveling with them, being in business with them is a whole other thing altogether. I've been down that road, as I just mentioned in the preamble, Zach. So talk about, there have to be challenges there because, you know, you can be in a band like Van Halen and and you can quit because you don't like the lead singer or the guitarist, but when you're family, uh, it makes it a little more difficult. So so talk about maybe some of the ups and downs you've been through uh, with, with the Sibs. Right. It sounds like you have some things you need to share, maybe, maybe on on the show or maybe a counselor of some sort. Oh yeah, um, the the radio yeah. program is really just free therapy for me, Zach. So as you were, right. yeah. Well, it, it is fair. It, it's very unique to have a band of of brothers last this long. Most bands don't last more than fifteen or twenty years, period. But then you know, there's a there's a unique dynamic to me, brothers. It's both. Uh, is is a great foundation, right? In the sense of you have these shared influences that you can only gain that same kind of connectivity and synergy by growing up in the same bedroom kind of vibe, right? Uh, and and vocal cords, you know, you have the closest DNA of anyone next to you know an identical twin, uh, you know, that you can have, uh, which makes singing together and those those kind of things that you would blend. You know, kind of, you can't beat the way brothers or brothers and sisters sound together, right? But, but it's it's hard to do anything for this long, and so you, the thing for us, I think, is letting each other grow, letting each other evolve. You know, as much as we do the same thing, uh, you, it's not really the same, right? I was six when we started. I'm, you know, I'm 36 now. So, so uh, the way I go about being a drummer and writing songs and doing those things is is, is all enlightened by those years of playing. And it's hard. Everything you think we do, we absolutely do. The fighting, the, the, the troubles, but also there's a, there's a good side to being brothers, which is uh, other people can, uh, can't make fun of your brother. You can, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a blood connection, which I think also helps keep you together. Yeah, I think you said it right. I mean, you always talk about you can you can't say something about my sibling. Only I can say that, right? And if someone else dares say it, those are fighting words. And so there's that dynamic to it as well. I'm curious. I mean, you've toured all over the world. You're touring again, coming to Winnipeg on Sunday. Is there a, a space or place that you've been that you feel most at home at that's not your home, Zach? Yeah. Well, this is you know this has been a really unique time because for the first time in my life, I've been married for 16 years. And my wife, uh, you know, these last two years, she's like, I've never seen you for more than maybe two months at a time when you were making an album, you know, always traveling, always this job takes you to many places. And we're lucky that we really do have fans that want to come out to shows all over the world. This tour takes us to more than 90 cities across the globe, started in Finland, will end in New Zealand, you know, (laughs) all across U.S., Canada, Latin America. Um, you know, favorite places, man, there's, there's so many good places for different reasons. 
But honestly, it's it's more about the company that you that you keep. You know, right now we're touring with uh, some good friends in a band called Alan McMyers and Moore. It seems like every night we're going bowling for some reason. You know, like, and so that's what keeps you going is is these connections and and the people you meet before and after the show. These stories you hear about how songs have mean things to people. Or these days, what we're seeing uh, more than ever is people who were 12 when they first heard us now bringing their 12-year-old son or daughter right, to shows because they're passing on the meanings of these songs and these experiences that they've had at shows. They want to share it with, with the people around them. You mentioned you, you like to go bowling. The venue that you picked, the Park Theater, did you happen to pick that venue because it's right next to a bowling alley, <laughs> the Park Alleys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you've, reve- you've revealed us. Everybody now knows where the after party is. Thanks a lot. <laughs> it, it's five pin bowling, though, Zach. Be be warned. Have Have you done the five pin versus just ten pin bowling? I I have not done five pin bowling. Oh, are you in for a uh, treat? I, I am a famously bad bowler. Like 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 it, it, it a legend across the central United States. Oh Zach, he's the one. He can't hit pins. It's like he, the, the the force moves them away. So um, I'm excited. Maybe five pin is actually my speed. All right. Well, well, we'll have to catch up and find out how that went down. Before we let you go, what are you listening to these days? And the the bands, the music that has influenced you uh, over the last uh, decade or more. Oh man, you know, it's, we, we started making music partly because of hearing music from the fifties and sixties. And so I always jump back to that stuff as a, as a great reference for what, uh, you know, what a pure pop song sounds like or what the the origin of rock and roll. I mean, we still call ourselves a rock and roll band. So, um, you know, Joe Cocker, Mad Dogs and Englishmen, you know what I mean? Like that, those kind of records. Uh, are still very much in uh, in the, yeah, the rotation. Well, Zach, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to talk to us. Uh, it's been a real treat. And uh, thanks for all the joy that you've brought to this world. Uh, that song, 25 year, 25th anniversary of uh, one of the, really one of the most magical little tunes of the 1990s. Thanks so much, guys. Zach Hansen joining us live on 680 CJOB, the drummer for Hansen. They are going to be in Winnipeg this Sunday, August 21st at the Park Theatre as part of the Red, Green, Blue 2022 tour. And the show start, the doors open at 7 o'clock. If you want tickets, they're 5385. The Park Theatre, by the way, 698 Osborne Street again this Sunday, August 21st to see Hansen. Loren, do you still have that Walkman, by the way? No! Because it was stolen right off my body when I was working in Zimbabwe, Africa. Just right off of me. And I yelled, stop that, man. And everyone looked at me and said, you're on your own, lady. And so, no, I don't still have that Walkman. But I do have the CD because I upgraded to the CD, (laughs) which I have nothing to play it on. But I have gone. I said to you guys a couple weeks ago, when we learned we might be able to bring Hanson on, I went down some of their greatest hits and thoroughly enjoyed myself. Was smiling the whole ride home. You talked about joy. That is it, man. <laughs> right on. Okay, Lorraine's going to stick with us in a moment. Tell us what she's got coming up on Connecting Winnipeg right after we check your forecast on the start. You can't take your time.